2: Everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am Wrestling Chris G from Sports Entertainment Breakdown, and today we are going over episode 17 in this series. So I'm going to keep up this gag because why the fuck not? So it's not only me today, everybody, but on the other line with me today is the shorter one of the two. It's good old Dougie, Dougie man. How you doing? That's a
1: dumb bit. It's not a dumb it's a, bit. It's a dumb bit, and you know it is. No, it is not. It, you I... know it is because you hesitated.
2: <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> see, see, I got you. I I mean, you could, you couldn't even keep a straight face.
1: You, I you win. You don't know. I you win. don't. You don't know what my face looks like. I could just. Be, <laughs> I could be.
2: You're you're a stone cold face right now. You're just laughing, just the like,
1: <laughs> yeah. And then he snaps back.
2: Yep. <laughs> so how how you doing today, man?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to. I'm really excited to do this episode. Um, you know, I've, I feel like I've said it for a couple weeks, um, but I feel like these episodes are getting better and better. Um, Oh, they
2: are. I mean, this this one somehow is an unofficial threefer, but, I mean, it's unofficial threefer, but it could be its own little episode in itself as well. I mean, uh, it it is kind of funny, because we get some Pokemon translation for the first time, and I believe it's the only time, unless there's an episode in the future I haven't seen yet. But, yeah, I I really like this episode.
1: Yeah, and it's a, this is a concept, well, I mean, you kind of just said it, they don't really touch on the idea of Pokemon being independent a lot. No. You know, I mean, obviously we we encounter wild Pokemon, you know, every episode, but like. We never get their, their side of the journey. Yeah, no, I mean, this is like some proper Lord of the Flies stuff. Yes. You know. I mean, obviously, we'll get into the circumstances in a minute, but it's just, it's not something we see. Um And it was nice to to kind of see that, you know, I mean, obviously, I don't know how far it got, but they could almost have done like a, a independent show off of it. I mean, obviously, this is just, you know, maybe what, 10 minutes out of a 20 minute episode, you know, all together.
2: Yeah, well, uh, I and I, I may have spoke way too soon. So I guess in in itself, I ev- before every almost every single Pokemon movie, there's a Pikachu short where the story revolves around Pikachu and the Pokemon, and does not revolve around the trainers and the Pokemon. Always end end, end up into some like mischief type deal.
1: Yeah, no, and now that you say that, I do kind of remember that. Um, those shorts. Yes.
2: So I, I spoke way too soon because I'm, I'm I'm sitting here thinking to myself and I'm like, wait a minute. No, they do this for, well, they, they don't really have subtitles for the Pokemon, but the Pokemon, you, you can basically watch them be Pokemon and just be so entertained by what they're doing and you know what they're doing and they do a good job with the body language as you stated off air um, that the pokemon do. Right. So, today's episode is called Island of the Giant Pokemon or translated from Japanese, it is Island of the Gigantic Pokemon. And this aired in Japan July 22nd of 1997 and aired here in the States. September thirtieth, nineteen ninety eight. So what we like to do is we like to go and look up historical events that happen on the date that this aired, not the year, but on the date. And Doug, are are you taking the first or second swing with um with today's event? Uh
1: once again, I'm taking the first swing. All right. And that's actually more apropos than I realized as I said that because on September thirtieth, nineteen thirty-four, um, Babe Ruth has his last game at Yankee Stadium. Oh shit. Really? Yeah. Um not a very memorable game. He goes 0 for 3. Um so not exactly, you know, like hitting a walk off home run on the bottom of the ninth. But um I mean, by that point, he'd established himself as one of the great, well, probably at that point,
0: the, the greatest, greatest
1: yep. baseball player. And I mean, still, you know, you could make arguments, you know, and, you know, we could be here for two hours on a different show. Um, but, you know, 714 home runs, you know, um, started as a pitcher, you know, decided he liked hitting way more.
2: Off the top of your head, Doug, and you don't have to answer this if you don't know this. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but what is the record right now for home runs in a professional baseball game?
1: You mean by like one player? Yes. Like in an in in one nine inning game, or well, maybe not nine innings, but in one regulation game. Yes. I think there's a big old log jam up top at four. I don't okay. think anybody's ever. I don't think anybody's ever hit five.
0: Gotcha. Okay. I
1: mean All I've right. done it I've done it in the video games.
2: <laughs> well you, that that that's just your normal Saturday.
1: <laughs> right, right. I mean that's just you know roll out of bed, you know. Uh but yeah, no. Um, you know, sometimes when we do these on this date, you know, we have to do a little bit of digging. Um this one was right at the top of the sports category. Um I don't intentionally go for sports. I mean, it it might feel like that the last couple episodes, Um, but this one was there and I was like, that'll work. So here I am.
0: All right. So for
2: me this week, as you know, I like to go with TV stuff and on this date in 1991, Jerry's springer's tabloid talk show the jerry springer show debuted on tv wow
1: wow that is
0: is (laughs)
1: now and i have a question and i guess i should have looked this up uh when you said that's what you were doing um is it it's not still going no no okay i didn't think it was but it just ended recently though it's not like it's been off the air for like 10 years uh, I mean, not for
2: 10 years. It's been off the air, I believe, the past three or four years now. Um, Jerry Springer looks really, really old. He he actually has a TikTok, and I saw him TikToking um a couple months ago during the pandemic, and um, yeah, he looks really, really old
0: <laughs> now.
2: <laughs> and I was shocked because I hadn't seen a more recent Jerry Springer, but um, I mean, he looks old, but he looks good. So, I mean, but that that show went on for years. Like, you are the father or just... No, stripping. no,
1: no. That was Maury.
2: That that was Maury. But, no, Jer- Jerry Springer had that on a decent amount of his episodes. Now,
1: motherfucker. Maury had... Maury, that was... You knew that was going to be a good episode because that was straight... <laughs> and then you got... Motherfuckers acting an absolute fool when they weren't.
2: Oh, I told you, I told you, I wasn't the father. Okay, but um, that's
1: all, that's another show. Oh, so, um, it's another show. We'll have to find that. Um, we'll have <laughs> to find that air date.
2: Yeah, we do. Um, but Jerry Springer, he had um strippers. He would have people just acting a fool. It was um a talk show where you didn't know if it was real or not real because you would have these people on there and then they'd go and start fighting on stage and people would start going, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. And it's just, it's real cool. I mean, it's, it, it's, it was a, it was a good time. It was, I mean, I should, or me and you both probably shouldn't know um, as much about Jerry Springer because of how young we were, but the fact that it was on what, Fox for us, and they had this stuff on just regular TV, the same channel that I would be watching Power Rangers on. You had Jerry Springer on there, so I—I I don't know. It, every every kid in our era has to have caught at least a couple episodes of.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I'm trying to remember when it was on. Like when it was at its, I think it was on at like three in the afternoon. <laughs> i don't know why i remember that but like fox had a really um a really kind of i Weird could almost schedule i could pro- if i really wanted to sit down and i could probably get through till i could probably start at like two in the afternoon and i could probably get to seven on um, what they used to have if i really wanted to sit down um <laughs> but obviously you know once again that's another show Um. But yeah, I mean, Jerry Sp- I mean, my favorite thing about that show was, you know, you watch, you know, strippers and pimps and little people fight for like 55 minutes. <laughs> and then he sits down and has this really deep final oh, thought. Just and a I was conversation like, with him. And I was like, motherfucker, you. you- he was the uh I, I i'm
2: gonna have people laugh i hope at what i'm about to say but he was the mr rogers for like the pimp
1: yeah i mean and he never really i mean there was a couple times where he kind of snapped and like kind of got aggressive with the guests but he just kind of said he just kind of usually walked in the audience and just kind of poked the bear and
2: just watched what happened.
1: And then he had the security <laughs> guards get in there when the stuff got too rough. But he was just—he was—he was a snidely little motherfucker. Yeah, but
2: wasn't um, what's that guy's name that has a show now? Steve O or Steve? Steve, Steve Will- Wilco. Wilco. Yeah. Yeah, there you go, Steve Wilco. Yeah, he got his own show, and he was the security guard on the on the Jerry Springer show. So, I
0: mean, good for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, good for good for old Jerry to kind of throw somebody a bone. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, that that's that's my historical date. Um, I, I liked your historical date. This was a good historical date segment. Um, let's go ahead. And ah. Uh, so we like to also go through the who's that Pokemon of the episode. So,
1: yeah, I was I'm curious because the episodes I watched, they don't have that. And I was the the two episodes I watched recently, I've kind of been racking my brain as to what they would be.
2: So, the one today for Island of the Giant Pokémon was none other than Slowbro.
1: Oh, really? Even even though he was only in it for like 2 minutes. Yes. And yet I got in trouble for suggesting Gyarados could have been the Who's That Pokemon last week. Cool. Good stuff. Awesome. (laughs) Uh,
2: Well, Feeling a little salty there, Doug?
1: No, not at all. Not even a little bit. Move on.
2: (laughs) Yes, Slowbro is the Who's That Pokemon of this episode. And then here we're going to start diving into what you all are here for. The review, or a recap, or the talk through, or just us poking fun at what's about to happen in this episode. Ah,
1: so I get it, poking fun. <laughs> yes. Get
2: it. <laughs> get it. Yeah, I get it. Get it. Get it. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. So um, all right. So we start this week's episode with a recap of the first two uh, episodes prior, or well. Actually, no, not the first two. We start with a recap of the last thirty seconds of last week's episode, where you have these Gyarados surrounding Ash, Misty, and Brock, and they all get their little tornado going and completely obliterate the um, shipwreck that they were that they were sitting on and threw them all up in the sky. They were all holding hands and then they all separated. The Pokemon went one way and Ash, Misty and Brock and team rocket went a different way. And that's where we start on today's episode.
1: Yeah. And see, this is why I, I honestly think that this could have been like the last part of the St. Ann trilogy because if you just watched this episode in isolation and you had something mess up with your VCR or whatever, and you didn't catch, you know, last week's episode shipwreck right? and the battle on the St. Anne, or I might've got the order mixed up. You're going, where the hell is this tornado coming from? Cause they yes. pick right up.
0: Yes. So they,
2: they pick right up and I'm going to, and And normally, I don't do it this soon, but I'm gonna have a a freeze frame okay yeah so so do you have um do you have the episode up on your end doug uh, uh, but,
1: uh, but, uh, um oh yeah, okay. Um, okay 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 um, uh, uh, <laughs> you see what <laughs> had happened was i had okay. to I had to move it my checking in my savings that takes three <laughs> business days it's already four o'clock
2: well, it's nine fifty three so I don't think you're <laughs> moving anything. So we start this episode. So right after after they um say Island of the giant Pokemon, and they give the nice little intro into the episode. At that second, I freeze the frame as soon as the episode starts. I think there's a dead slow bro somewhere on this damn island.
1: Oh, for goodness sakes.
2: And the reason I say that is there is a you you know the you know the tip of um Slowbro's tail, right? I do. So there is one just buried into the sand as Ash Misty and Brock are now um just basically knocked out on the sand. So I just I just want to point that out if someone wants to hit us up on the good old Twitter machine or Reddit um, by all means just let us know. But I believe that <laughs> um, slow Slowbro's tail got taken off at some point, and Slowbro is no longer a Slowbro. It's a Slowpoke again, and he's extra sad.
1: Is he though?
2: Well, yeah. Is he,
1: is is a slow? Can a Slowbro be sad? It took Slowbro five minutes to turn his head around. <laughs> I. It, well, the fact that we find out
2: not even Pikachu can talk to a slow bro because slow bro just has no emotions, it seems like, it's just funny. But, I mean, we find out later on in the series that slow, that a slow poke can actually be very fast and a slow, slow poke can actually be fairly um, witty at at yeah, yeah, that that's the word. He can actually be pretty witty going forward cuz I mean, I I I saw the King's Rock episode where he turned into a slow king and that that slow bro was just extra fast and happy.
1: Well, yeah, he evolved, you know. Well yeah. You know, you get that post evolution energy.
2: Well, slow bro didn't get that at the end of this one, but okay, okay. we'll we'll get into that. Um so we start this week's episode um Ash Misty and Brock are laying in the sand they got thrown from the tornado they landed on the sand and no they did not get penetrated by a sharp shell cuz this is a kid show and they're not bleeding cuz this is a kid show but they are Yeah tell me basically... tell me
1: tell me that next week. <laughs>
2: oh I can't wait to do that. Um yeah, it is. A kid's show. <laughs> but um, Ash wakes up.
1: That's for next week.
2: So <laughs> so we we start with uh with them all laid out, and then Ash is the first to wake up, and he looks over at Misty and Brock, and it, he's he's kind of baffled. I mean, he 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 thinks that Misty and Brock might be dead. He he shakes them awake and he's screaming at them. So and Brock is like, "How did we survive that cyclone?" And your your answer is as good as mine because Doug, how the hell did they survive that cyclone?
1: Because it's a kids' show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so and he looks down. Oh, that's I'm sorry. How,
1: that's how it's a kids' show. <laughs>
2: And then he's looking around. He's like, "Where's Pikachu?" And he looks down at his belt, and he only has two Pokemon on his belt. All the all the rest of his Pokemon went flying as well.
1: Ah, so Pokeballs- Ah, you're trying to be slick. I hear you flying, and the only two Pokemon he has left on his belt are Butterfree and Pidgeotto. I got you. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> You're
2: you're a quick one this week. For as late as it is that we're recording right now, you are very quick today.
1: Yeah, that must be it.
2: (laughs) You drank that coffee this late, didn't you? You No, fuck
1: no, fuck no.
2: (laughs) You be up all night.
1: I want to go to sleep at some point.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, he yeah, he looks down, and all he has is Pidgeotto and Butterfree on his belt. I mean, we don't know that officially yet, but those are the only two Pokemon that are on his belt, and he is freaking out. He is about to lose his shit.
0: So. Yeah,
1: I mean he, you know, and you know, you would be too. I think, you know, I mean, you know, you know, we talked about how he acquired those Pokemon, but those are his Pokemon. It's like, all right, I just, you know, it's like you or I, if we, you know, I, I hate to say it. But if we were, you know, ever in a in a car wreck or anything like that, you know, once we make sure that everybody we're with in the car are okay, what are we going to look for? We're going to look for our phones.
2: Yes, we're going to look for our phones and make sure that we can call someone and let someone know what had just happened. Right. I, I Speak. mean. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> So, um, we go straight from that. This, this episode is going to be very clunky, everybody. I'm just letting you know because the episode was made kind of clunky. So, we go straight from that to um, we know it's Team Rocket face down. Well, not even face down. Their, their legs are straight up in the air and the whole rest of their body is under the sand. And a crabby comes crawling over and just pokes at them and just gets this sly look in his eyes and just pinches the mess out of both of their thighs and team rocket just does this heroic jump i don't know how but they they must have just pushed their hands from underneath the or from where they were buried in the sand up cuz they they jump up as if they're like jumping with their feet but they're jumping with their hands out of that sand, and, and
1: that that crabby was so happy with himself running away <laughs> he was like because he was happy enough to do it, but when he got the desired reaction, he was like, "I got him, I got him, I got him, got
2: he's like i'm I'm about to do it, I'm gonna do it i'm go- I'm gonna do
1: it you, you you you're not watching me, are you? you're nobody's not watching me? St- nobody's stopping me
2: <laughs> so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking do it whack and then Team Rocket just jumps up, and then when they when they come down, they're just sitting in front of one another. They're looking around at the island, and they're like, "Could could it be?" And then they they start crying and they hug each other. They're like, "We survived!" And <laughs> just just all happy that they're there. And then them themselves, they look down, and there's no Meowth. And there's no pokeballs for their Ekans um, and their Coughing.
1: Uh, yeah, and we and we kind of got a little bit insight into. I don't want to say how they were raised because I mean they did say you know my birthday and Christmas, so we don't know. But apparently, you can just be given Pokemon as gifts.
2: Yeah, so they were both given these Pokemon at a i'm guessing maybe a couple years prior to this episode i mean i'm i'm guessing that because i mean we get a future episode which um is actually not too far off from where we're recording now i have to take a look at it but uh we get the we get the christmas episode where jesse and james um get different gifts and stuff but it's before they get their pokemon So. Yeah, they they must have just recently got these Ekans and coughing. Probably, I'm I'm gonna guess about three or four years prior to this episode.
1: Yeah, I think hmm, I w- I don't know if I go that far because in my head three or and I mean obviously we're looking too much into this, um, but in my head, those Pokemon evolve in three years.
2: Um, uh, not all Pokemon. I mean, not they they've only been. Really trying to steal Pikachu for uh for just a couple months now at this point, and prior to that it uh, from the way that they battle, I don't think they really have they're they're like the bulk and skull of of pokemon like they they see they're they're very witty sometimes, but then they can be very 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 dumb and i don't think that their pokemon especially from what i gather from what the pokemon end up saying in this episode when we get further that they really train these pokemon all that well because well, not because not even ekans and coughing like when we get further they don't even classify themselves as bad pokemon they're just loyal to their trainers
1: right they they make that abundantly clear
2: yes so all right. Let's see. So it's at this point as well that uh, that Team Rocket realizes that they're penniless and let's pokey-less. see, what
1: penniless and poky.
2: Yeah, penniless and pokyless. And on this island, they end up finding a telephone booth with a really, really, really long wire um, coming from the bottom of it. And, People that are new um, to this and don't know what a fucking telebooth or telephone booth is. It's a big block that you go inside, which you can't do these days because you would be afraid of COVID. Um, You open this door. You go inside. There's a big old book on the inside, and it has every single person's phone number that's in the United States of America in alphabetical order. and you find the person that you're calling, you put money into this machine, and you have a whopping about five minutes to talk to this person. And if that person hangs up or if the phone call disconnects or anything, you lose your money.
1: Well, you no, you get some of it back. Uh, if, if it ends yeah. early.
2: Sometimes. But if, if you're only paying 25 cents, or sometimes, well, I guess it depends on where you're calling. Because I, I remember back in the day having to put like $1, $1. In a dollar, dollar fifty into into a t- telephone booth just to use it. Oh yes, yeah. So, but yes, it, telephone booths were a thing in the '90s. But, but um, they, when they, when they go over, oh, actually, no, we're not, we're not that far yet. So, all right. So, after Team Rocket finds this telephone booth, um, they find out, or they they state that they are penniless again, so they can't use it, and then we flash over to Pikachu, and miraculously, Ash's three Pokeballs landed right where Pikachu landed. Somehow.
1: Isn't Uh, that just damn convenient?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Right, right
1: you know, you know why it happened. Why? Because it's a kid's show.
2: Yes. Because <laughs> if this was if this was an adult show, these pokeballs would have been scattered all around the island, and Ash would have had some some bitch of a time trying to find these Pokeballs. And one of the pokeballs would have been cracked.
0: <laughs> I, I don't. Hmm. Yeah. Probably,
1: and I don't want to. Think about what would actually happen to a Pokemon.
2: Well, the Pokemon will be released out of his Pokeball.
1: I, well, no, that's true.
2: So, but um Pikachu looks down at all three of these Pokeballs and goes over and just taps this and goes, What's this? Ash's Pokeballs? And just taps it out and says, Come out, everyone.
1: I don't I don't know how I feel about Pikachu actually using Ash's name. I don't and I don't know what I would want him to call him. But it, it just kinda hit it just kinda no, that hit me weird when Coughings and Ekans do it later. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know what I would expect Pikachu to call him. Just him saying Ash just,
2: Yeah. Well they're friends, dude. They're they're Ash says Pikachu is his best friend, which I mean um, I don't know what that's to say about gary um, uh, but Ash does not end up yeah, you never see someone in this series, at least as far as I am so far, and I'm in the three hundreds. I think I'm on like three in the three hundred and seventies right now for my episodes, and I have not once seen someone that has known Ash growing up. Besides Gary. It's made abundantly clear that Gary and Ash both were very competitive growing up as kids.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously they make mention of the other trainers from Palatown, But we don't get into them. No, not, you know, not at all. So it's Ash, Gary, and two others, right? Yes. So yeah, we don't get into those other two. I mean, and obviously you're a little further ahead than I am, so maybe, maybe they have shown up and you just haven't realized it.
2: Um, I have speculation as to who these other trainers are. Um, there are things that happen within the series that make you think that these trainers might have come through, and I. I don't know, like the guy, like the kid that abandoned his Charmander. I fully believe that guy got his Pokemon from Professor. I think he got that Charmander from Professor. I don't know why. I just that that's that's just what I firmly believe.
1: You so you think that Australian fellow was from
0: Palatown?
1: Was
0: from, yeah, because I I mean I don't know. I mean he.
2: There, there's no other way to really within the Kanto region. I can't think of anything else where Ash could get a Charizard, unless, unless I mean he got it from I, I, I couldn't even say because there, there's an episode where it's basically like an island of Charizards, right? But I don't think that this guy even got that far. So and he seemed pretty young in that episode that we reviewed. I don't know. Like I, I I I I in my heart think that he was the one that had the Charmander and the only one that we don't know uh, was accounted for was the Bulbasaur, right? Because Gary got the Squirtle,
1: right? Which which we don't actually know. We only know because we were curious and we looked it up yes I mean and it, you know it is confirmed but like in the show and if you're watching if you're watching along with us well I mean you know it now because you heard us say it but you know as a kid you know and <clears throat> pardon you me you don't know you don't, it.
2: no I mean it, it does um get confirmed in an episode when they're battling in one of the Pokemon leagues because Gary Squirtle has evolved all the way up into a Blastoise
1: Blastoise
2: yes and he's and he's using it, and that Blastoise is some some bitch. I'll, I'll just let you know that. But, all right, but yeah, he at, Pikachu uh, releases all of these Pokemon, and I don't know how I feel about this because if if your Pokemon is inside of the Pokeball and you shake the Pokeball, does your Pokemon really get dizzy because all these Pokemon come out of the Pokeball and they're like like all like gassed out squirtle's rubbing his head charmander's breathing really hard like i i i don't know i mean they they all look just beaten from that that tornado that they were in and pikachu's like are you all okay
1: and um yeah uh like you said charmander and squirtle are kind of are kind of shit bulbasaur kind of no-sells it yeah, I was like, "All right, Bulbasaur, we get it. You're hard. We get it. You know."
2: <laughs> yeah, Squirtle's like, "I felt better," and Charmander's like, "I'm all right," and Bulbasaur's like, "I'm just fine."
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's he's just fine. He's 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 a meat, you know. And
2: so, so, and then they all are looking around at the island, just like. The trainers were doing, and they're like, "What is this place? Are we lost? Uh, what? Where? Where are we?" And Pikachu is just like, "I don't fucking know." But then they then they look over at this Slowpoke that's just sitting on a rock, and this is like this is one of my favorite scenes out of this whole episode. <laughs> Pikachu, Charmander, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle walk over to the Slowpoke. No, nope. Nope. Okay, 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 just Pikachu and
1: Charmander.
2: There it is. Okay, my bad. Well,
1: all Pikachu... right, now we have the episodes in front of us now.
2: <laughs> Pikachu and Charmander walk over to this Slowpoke, and Pikachu's just like, hello. <laughs> and Charmander goes, could you tell us where we are? And Slowpoke is just laying there, just stone-faced.
1: M- might have and... been stone.
2: <laughs> and Charmander goes,
1: can't you hear us? He got, you know, he gets slower.
2: <laughs> Can't you hear us? And then Bichu's like, where are we? just Can you help us out?
1: Yeah, yeah right, right.
2: <laughs> and Slowpoke is just laying there. And Slowpoke gets up, backs up on, on this stone, puts his tail into the water. And Pikachu and Charmander just look at each other. Bulbasaur and Squirtle are just, just sitting back, and Squirtle's like, it is sure peaceful here.
1: This shit ain't bad.
2: Like, this shit ain't bad. I'm having fun here. And Bulbasaur is already looking like he's about to take a nap. And he's like, sure is. And they're just sitting under a shade <laughs> of a palm tree. And we we go immediately from that to nighttime where all four Pokemon are being led by Charmander with his tail trying to find out where they are.
1: And, um, you know, Pikachu's concerned, Charmander's concerned. Squirtle's a dick, says they all got eaten.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's like, what if they all got eaten? Pikachu immediately put him in his place and goes, "Don't, don't say things like that. You gotta think positive. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and i i don't know where bulbasaur's attitude comes from here. what do you mean well he because he's because he's the one that says maybe ash forgot about it
0: yeah well he
2: he's
1: the
2: he's the one that's been on the journey with everyone uh actually no he's the one that's been on with them the longest
1: yeah he was first and then it was Charmander. No, yeah, no, it was Charmander first, and that was Squirtle. So yeah.
2: Yeah. So Bulbasaur has been with them the longest, and I don't. Yeah, I don't know. And he go, and Pikachu immediately goes, "Yeah, Ash would never abandon us. He's not like that at all. Like, why? Why would you even say something like that, Bulbasaur?" And then this is where, of of course, Ekans coughing and meow landed all together themselves as well cuz it's a kid show it's a kid <laughs> show and me <laughs> this this is just hilarious what <laughs> what's <when> happening <laughs> so meowth is like oh pikachu and them are all here and they're all by themselves i can go over there and i can capture pikachu and jumps out of the damn bush and is like Pikachu, are you ready? I'm I'm gonna capture you.
1: And
2: every, <laughs> every everyone just looks at him.
1: And just goes, and Oh, it's just Meowth. <laughs> Meow <out> just says, la, <laughs> you know. Does does the anime faint?
2: <laughs> so but th- th- this is funny. Meow thinks he's just all big and boss and go and looks at coffee gig and- I can. And tries to to demand them to go over and battle with Pikachu in the gang and Ekins and Coughing aren't having any of it. They're like, Yeah, you're you're not our master, so we're not fucking listening to you.
1: Which, you know, is fair, you know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he you know, if you really got down to if you got down to brass tacks and it really was like a Lord of the Flies situation, Meowth probably would be high on the Totem pole because he can speak, but at the same time he's kind of a bastard, and we and we can see that these Pokemon are are capable of, you know, coming together.
0: Yes. Yeah. And what what about
2: Ekans face to meow when he just swayed his head back and forth, just going, "You not master."
1: Uh-uh, and- yeah. That is not my job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Coffin is just bounced up and down just going, yeah, you're not Master. Not at all. And Meowth and, and, and Atkins is like, I only obey Master. So, and you said, okay, it kind of explained to me, Doug, you said that that kind of hit you the wrong way when they said that. Why is it?
1: Yeah, well, it's just like and it's it's something that's kind of I've kind of thought about since we started talking and you know we had the discussion about it was kind of weird Pikachu calling
0: Ash Ash So it it's just I don't know. I mean like if they don't call
2: him by their names or call him master like what would what would you expect the pokemon to really call their trainer? Tra- well,
1: trainer? Well well, but see that's just as clunky. Um it's just it's just kind of weird, I guess. Now I'm kind of flipping because it's like, why aren't? Because obviously, Coughing and Ekans are familiar with Jesse and James' face, so why wouldn't they know their names?
0: True. So,
2: but yeah, they're they're like master is master, and you're not master, so. So we are we are only going to obey our master. And that's when Meowth turns around. Pikachu gets a big dick swinging and goes, Yeah, so Meowth, are you sure that you really want to fight all of us all by yourself? And we kind of cut from that to a big dinner that all the Pokemon are having <laughs> and Meowth is like aren't you going to give me some of the some of the food? Squirtle looks over and goes are you going to apologize for <laughs> what you said? And Meowth goes I never apologize, I'm not apologizing. And Meowth just looks over, or I Meowth mean, um, Squirtle looks over and just goes okay, well, no food for you. And then they all just continue to eat.
1: He eats that apple, core and everything. Yes, yeah. that's not good for you.
2: I mean, I I mean, it could be.
1: It's not. It's not. It could be. <laughs> ten minutes. It's not. It could be ten.
2: <laughs> so all right, but um, we we actually get a deep conversation going. I'm not going to go over every last bit of the conversation, but. We get a scared moment from these Pokemon when these Pokemon think that they might have been abandoned by their train.
1: Yeah, because, um, you know, Bulbasaur is still on the abandoned tip. And he gets it everybody's, except for, you know, Pikachu. You know, Pikachu's, you know, absolutely not. And, you know, obviously Charmander's, it's not going to take much to sway him because Motherfucker almost died on a rock.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, you know, it was established that the Squirtle were abandoned and they formed together. But Bulbasaur was wild.
0: Wasn't he? No, not, not on this part. So,
2: it, it's at this point, they're all talking, and then a big, huge Rhydon appears while they're eating and has red eyes and all and just goes, and just stomps. And this Rhydon is like 12 times the size of a regular Rhydon. Just all sorts of just big.
1: Just big old son of a gun.
2: Mass. So... And all these Pokemon at that point just start running and Meowth is still tied to the damn tree. And they all just run past Meowth and basically they're like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you, <laughs> We're out of here. And Meowth is like, wait a minute, somebody come back and help me. And Pikachu has morals of course so pikachu unties Meow.
1: even and, though last yeah. week he wanted him to drown
2: yeah pick lane pikachu
1: yeah really
2: well not not even last week just a, just a cup 24 hours ago pikachu was pushing him into the water
1: well no i mean but i'm saying last week in terms of that was last week's episode
2: well yeah yeah i i know i'm 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 speaking timeline wise within the Pokémon. It's only been 24 fucking hours. If Pikachu. we start
1: doing that, we we realize we've only been technically doing this show for like 2 weeks
2: yeah. Well, we have
1: or something because something. isn't because wasn't it when they got to Vermilion City, they said something about the fact that they were in that forest for like 2 weeks or, or something?
2: Yes. And they all needed a bath.
1: And we're, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so but uh, Meowth is, is utterly surprised that Pikachu helped him and then just gets all cocky and goes, I could have just helped myself. Like, you son son of a bitch.
1: I mean, that's classic like <laughs> heel tactics. He's like, well, I would have figured it out.
2: Yeah, I, I, I didn't need your help at all. So, and just walks right by Pikachu, and Pikachu looks back. Back up at the ride on, not basically not scared anymore, and goes, "Where are you, Ash?" And they're 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 again acknowledging, um, Ash as his trainer and by his name.
1: And then we cut to Ash, Misty, and Brock being terrorized by a giant Zapdos
0: okay
2: in in reality if you had landed on this island would you not be scared shitless as to everything that's going on around you
1: well no i well i well yeah now i suppose i would be but i i'd like to think i'd be more well I'm, i'd be more concerned about figuring out where the fuck we were and then i would just i would be exhausted when i saw the giant creatures i'd be like well of, of course there's giant creatures why wouldn't it be giant creatures
0: <laughs> these
2: giant creatures are gonna fucking try to kill me of course they are
1: i mean i might They're as funny. well <laughs>
2: <laughs> and why the okay And we 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 know and and i'm i'm gonna try to depict this episode a little bit And it's probably gonna hurt my head but i'm gonna try careful now. so i know but okay So they're on this island, right? And we know um, at the end of this episode that all these Pokemon are not real. They're mechanical. Okay? So I I know I'm kind of ruining the ending. uh, but
1: Good night, everybody.
0: uh,
2: (laughs) But what the fuck is a -a Zapdos going running rampant this late at fucking night for shocking electricity out of his damn body?
0: And the ride. It's an island. Yeah, but what we I mean, I
2: know I'm, I'm not going to ruin what what or who funds this island or what this island is all about. But why are they working this late at night? It's not fucking Disney World.
1: True, true. And it's never really explained. No. I mean, we get, we get like, the briefest of something towards the end, but it's not, like, you don't turn the episode off and go, okay, that made sense. So, oh. yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't get it.
1: Well, like you said, you know, you start picking at stuff, and stuff falls apart.
2: <laughs> but Brock looks at this Zapdos,
1: and, of course, none,
2: the three of them don't know what this Pokemon is, but Brock is like, that is one of the most fantastic Pokemon that I have ever seen. And, okay, so, and, and this is another part where I just kind of wanted to pick this. So, obviously, the person that built this island knows what a Zapdos looks like, okay?
1: Right, right.
2: Why has this Pokemon never appeared on TV to where everybody knows what this Pokemon is?
1: Well
0: they shouldn't, right? Because a Zapdos is a a legendary. Yes.
2: So and and that that's what I'm getting into. So this is this is an island which we're gonna find out um other people are going to be able to go to and these pokemon are running rampant on this island so everyone should know what this pokemon is so why doesn't ash, Misty and Brock especially Brock especially evolved.
1: ash with his pokédex glued to his hand
2: yes and i don't i don't know i mean there's a lot of holes i can poke but then at this point Brock looks over at Misty and Ash and just goes this island is very, very dangerous. We need to find cover to sleep for the rest of the night. And then in the morning when it's light out, we will go and try to figure out where we are. And Ash has this heart-to-heart moment just going, Pikachu, I hope you're okay. Like, they disregard all the rest of your Pokemon. You're just worried about Pikachu?
1: Well, he was the first. Yeah,
2: but Bulbasaur, what What about Bulbasaur?
1: it be all right. He's tough.
2: What well, uh, Charmander?
1: Well, Charmander, yeah, Charmander, he 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 almost died. A couple <laughs> a couple he almost died yesterday.
2: He, he, Char- Charmander almost died yesterday. I mean, he almost died two weeks prior. Like Charmander's not having a good month. No wonder Char Charmander became a dick later on. Charmander's like, you almost had me die so many times. I'm not listening to you.
1: Well, you know how we were when we were teenagers.
2: Yeah. Hey, fuck you. I listened to my, my parents. I was a good kid. <clears throat> <laughs> so we we go straight from that, that scene to another scene where a fucking motress is flying over Team Rocket and flamethrowing down at them, almost putting them on fire. Like what the fuck? Kind of dangerous ass fucking Pokemon do they have on this damn island? I think this fucking Moltres was a real one. I don't think this one. You know what? I think the legendary Pokemon in this episode. Fuck it, they're they're fucking real, and they were trying to fucking kill these 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 kids on this island.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would have been simple. I mean, I don't, and I don't know where this falls in the timeline of like Jurassic Park. Because, I mean, that was a simple enough premise, right? Yeah, This was a, you know, Jurassic Park. I mean, you know, it was a... Well, they just
2: snagged the Titanic last week.
1: Right. So, like, you know, it wouldn't have been out of the realm for them to throw out another pop culture reference if it would have fit in the timeline.
2: Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, they... Team Rocket's getting chased by the Moltres, and then they they run and smack dab in the middle just because they were looking behind them into a sign that says keep out and motris just flies over them and just keeps going
1: right let's see i got to catch up with the
2: and it's at this point that we get the who's
1: that pokemon which was slowbro right because 5 minutes is enough time um then we cut <laughs> then we cut to what could best be described as a tiki bar <laughs> randomly out of fucking nowhere.
2: And it has a whole bunch of food and these Pokemon are just kicking it. I mean, they're, they're sad because uh, Ekans and coughing or sad because they miss their trainers. Pikachu's playing the therapists and trying to console them. Charmander. Is just eating his food. Bulbasaur looks like he's been drinking a lot because he's trying to fight with Squirtle. Meowth is passed out on the table. This is a <laughs> this is a great
1: ass scene. This is a Saturday <laughs> night boy.
2: <laughs> and fucking and then you have a damn slow bro in the back. There, there we go. There, there's a fucking slow bro. So there, there is more than one slow poke on this island. Oh, okay. So there's Slowbro in the back cooking up all this food and being the bartender to these Pokemon. Which I think is weird. Once once, once, once we get to the ending of this episode, I have a lot of fucking questions. <laughs> <laughs> like, why the fuck is there a damn Tiki bar with a Slowbro? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. But, yeah, we... It, it's just a random moment and there's no dialogue going on between all of the pokemon it's just a tiki bar we fade away to black and then we wake up and all the pokemon are just laying on on top of each other um
1: like surrounded by echoes yeah a big old pile uh pikachu wakes up first um
0: and
2: you know, then we shoot over to Ash Misty and Brock, and then Jesse and james and it's it's basically within like two seconds you see everybody waking up, and it's now morning, and everybody survived the night
1: right, and you know our heroes are are back on the search for the missing Pokemon, Jesse and James book it for the phone booth.
2: <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) I cannot. Like, when what's about to happen, I cannot believe that Team Rocket did this. Oh, my God.
1: And it was Jesse that did it. Yeah. Like, she's supposed to be the brain.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. So they go into this phone booth, and then they're calling Giovanni, their boss, by collect. So, first off, it's early as hell. I'm guessing it's like five or six o'clock in the morning because sun's just now coming
1: up. Right.
2: And they're calling their boss, Collect. And as they're calling the boss, Collect, he wakes up and t- tell them, Doug, what Jesse says that they need to do during, the, during this phone call.
1: Well, oh, they need to do the intro.
2: <laughs> and they, they, they have a tape recorder in their pocket and they play the music in the background, which was just the funniest part to this damn episode. <laughs> One of the funniest.
1: And, you know, so they do the intro when they get to the team rocket line, they they maneuver the phone cord into a into an R. Um, Giovanni's got more patience than I would.
2: He listened to this whole thing.
1: Yeah, I would have, as soon as the music started, I would have hung up on him.
2: <laughs> he, he he said, if you ever wake me up like this in the morning ever again, you are fired. He just hangs up the phone on him. <laughs> just, just hilarious. So at this point, Jesse gets the bright idea to take the telephone cord that we saw about 10 minutes ago in this episode and start pulling it, and then if they pull it enough, they will find civilization. So,
1: Yeah, and James has a legitimate question that doesn't get really acknowledged. He goes, where's this going?
2: (laughs) And... Jesse doesn't have an answer to that. She just says, We're, we're going to, it'll be the civilization. It'll go all the way down to the phone company.
1: It'll you know, go down to the phone company. Across <laughs> you know, cross the ocean and everything.
2: I mean, fuck it. I mean, they, they can't drown there in a phone booth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll float. They'll be all right.
2: You know, I kind of wonder if a phone booth would float in the ocean
1: i want i i'll bet you if we did some digging I'll bet you Mythbusters did something like that you think so i were I'll, i'm almost certain <laughs> they've done some they've done something with phone booths
2: <laughs> well yeah they 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 put a bomb in it and they blew it up <laughs> so we go straight from that scene. Over back over to all the Pokemon and all the Pokemon are calling for their masters. Pikachu's calling for Pikachu Squirtle and Bulbasaur and Pikachu Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charmander are all calling for Ash and um Atkins and Coughing are calling for Master.
1: Yeah. Um let's see. Yeah, so so the Pokemon you know they're all yeah like you said they're walking and it's a it's a real quick cut cuz the pokemon are walking um our heroes are calling for the pokemon they're calling for everybody now you know so calm down he's not just calling for pikachu yeah and then team rocket are dragging the phone booth across the beach
2: <laughs> and they see a pikachu
1: and they say well that idiot's coming right for us
2: oh let's get out and
0: catch it
1: <laughs> and you know they get out and they've got the phone wire, you know, because they're gonna—they're apparently they're gonna strangle this Pikachu.
2: Yeah, they, and a lot—a lot of things like—and it's a reoccurring thing, but a lot of things within the first season where you kind of like look at it with one eye, and you're like, um, "Did that really just happen on this kid show? Yeah. You're 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 really gonna strangle a Pikachu to to capture it? Like,
1: yeah, like, <laughs> like well, now. To be one? fair, to be fair, now they don't have their Pokemon. They can't battle it.
0: Um. So, get remember, Ash? He got a stick.
1: He got a stick, and he and he, and he, <laughs> he, and he threw a rock at his spirit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so so, uh, Team Rocket
2: was gonna kill Pikachu and give it to Giovanni and then get fired and never see the light of day again I would love to know what Giovanni would do if if Team Rocket saw them face to face like at some point later in the season because Team Rocket never sees Giovanni face to face he's always over the phone
1: oh that's right
2: <laughs> like they, they're never in the same building. At all. Well, but...
1: He's the big boss.
2: He is the big boss. But um, at this point, yeah, Pikachu comes over to them, and Pikachu crosses them, and Pikachu is about maybe a hundred times the size of its normal self, and just scares the living shit out of Jesse and James. Kills that phone booth. <laughs> They they think it's a mirage. Like they 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 honestly think that it's so hot there that they're looking at a mirage of a Pikachu because they want Pikachu so bad.
1: And then we cut to our heroes diving out of the way of a giant Charizard which is a is the is the, scre- is the uh, shot from the intro.
2: Yes. A lot a lot of um, scenes from this episode is actually in the intro, which I think is pretty funny. Like a lot of things,
1: yeah. It's kind of weird because you know, this is the 17th episode, so they're kind of digging. I think they had, I mean, obviously, it paid off, but you know, they must have had some high hopes for this show. If they're going, it'll be around in 17 episodes. This will make sense when they get to it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I I believe that they were when when it finally came out here, and actually, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna do yeah, something. that's
1: right. This we were we were behind the eight ball in North America.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna because this uh, Pokemon had let's see fifty two episodes before the movie, so um, let's see nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. By the time um by the time Pokemon aired here in the States, they were already done with season one in Japan. Okay. Because Misty actually already had her Togepi. Uh let's see. Um so the movie it says it says to watch the movie right after episode fifty two, so that's what I'm gonna go off of. So um Looking at this episode 52 aired July 16th 1998 and Pokemon pre- premiered um, September 8th of 1998 here okay. in the states. So yeah, they're they're already past the first movie, the first um, the first season. They they're they're far, and Damn. I guess it 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 must have taken quite a quite a long time to finally catch up here in the states because as of right now, I think we're only behind like 20 episodes now.
1: Well, damn.
2: Yeah. So we've caught up quite a bit to the Japanese. I I, want to get to the point where we will have episodes. Well, if they keep up this Netflix deal, I don't think they'll have much of an issue um, as long as they can get it dubbed over. But I want to get to the point where Just like, um, I'm a big fan of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and all of those series. Uh, They're on Dragon Ball Super now, but they're at the point now here in the States that um, 24 hours after it airs in Japan, it airs here in English.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, we're we're that close within episodes. I
1: love it. Love it, love it, love it. So we cut back to the Pokemon,
0: <laughs>
1: and they've encountered a giant Blastoise, and because Ash can't be there with his Pokédex, Meowth has to go, well, that's a Blastoise, that's the, that's the final evolved form of a Squirtle,
2: and Pikachu says, go ask him for directions. And Squirtle's like, all right, I, I mean, I'll try.
1: <laughs> he pops out of the bush and goes, "My man,
2: <laughs> uh, nice weather, isn't it?" <laughs> and they all faint. I mean, that's good. Now, now, okay, these mechanical Pokemon must be able to hear. Like they, they have, they must have some type of fucking technology inside of it because Squirtle. Talks to this Blastoise in in fucking Pokemon speech, and as soon as he talks to Blastoise, Blastoise turns around and aims his guns right at Squirtle, and Squirtle's basically like, "Oh shit!" Is what I think about to happen, about to happen, and Blastoise does Hydro Pump at these Pokemon,
1: and they run. <laughs>
2: And then they encounter a big Venusaur, and they ask Bulbasaur to. They're they're like, "Hey, go go talk to Venusaur. You're like family." And Bulbasaur is just not having any of it. He's like, "Yeah, you can call me an orphan.
1: Like, I'm an orphan." <laughs> and uh, Charmander's like, "Well, that's a good point." Squirtle goes, "He's a coward." <laughs> Because
2: at least Squirtle went over there to, to talk to Blastoise.
1: Yeah, but we saw how well that worked out. <laughs> but
2: let let us kind of look at this for a second. So he, when Bulbasaur said, "I have no family," and Charmander's sitting there clapping, going, "Good point." Like, what do you, Wait, wait, hold on. Then what? Ash is not family to you.
1: Well, fam family is subjective. You know, I mean, there's the family you're you're born with. There's the family you make. There's the, you know. Well, yeah, but you know, it's it's Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is hard. We've established this.
2: Yeah, but Charmander agreeing
1: with him. Well, is Charmander, this the
2: is this the turning point of Charmander looking at Ash a different way?
1: No, the turning point was when he evolved.
2: In the Charmeleon. (laughs) It just burns ass to a crisp. Just
1: doesn't give a shit about nothing until he encounters that um, Aerodactyl.
2: So, alright. At this point, uh, we like like I said, this this episode's all the fuck over the place. So we go from that to Team Rocket uh, racing towards this cart, and they jump into this cart and pulled the lever. What are they being the, chased by? Ah, uh, let's see. They are. They weren't being chased by anything at this point, but the now they going, weren't. Oh, oh no, they they were there. It's because I was about to say the Kabutops started chasing them now, but they said, "Oh, we're going back the same way we came." And it's and a big giant robotic Kabutops is behind them. And they're like, "Oh, we're going back the way we came." Switch this thing, and as as they're going through, uh, the wire from the trolley wraps around the kabutop's leg and starts dragging him.
1: Right, and so they're dragging this kabutop. Um, let's see, um
0: and they they try to stop the train
2: because they're dragging cabo tops and as they try to stop the train going at high speed mind you they try to hold on the brake and they break the emergency brake
1: and um ash and company are are on they're like a level above them and yeah. the their ground starts to shake and as the trolley's going down the tracks, it, and it's picking up speed, and it's dragging the Kabutops, tops, it picks up the Pikachu.
2: And as Misty, and Brock drop into the trolley.
1: Right. the The ground beneath them falls. They drop into the trolley. Um, they spot the Pokemon. Uh, uh, across the way from them.
2: Because now they're all being chased by Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur.
1: And then we go up a loop de loop with no, no seatbelt. Yeah. It's my goddamn I mean, because, nightmare.
2: <laughs> and like the day I put you on the Raging Bull. Yeah. Fucker. <laughs> hey, at least you can say you rode a roller coaster in your lifetime.
1: Yeah, and that'll be it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah they Flash, they, they Flash go Flash
1: Mountain, that's it from now on.
2: Flash Mountain.
1: Flash Mountain, that's it. <laughs> Maybe Space Mountain if the line's not too long.
2: Space Mountain's a good ride. Yeah. I like I like Space I'm gonna so, ride
1: that. So they go through the loop. Um,
2: um all all of their Pokemon jump into the cart after they go through the loop. So they now all have their Pokemon back Pikachu You get this fantastic moment of Pikachu jumping into Ash's arms.
1: You get Jesse and James crying that they're reunited with their Pokemon. They're concerned about me out for about a second until he pops up. He's not in the cart. he's hanging on to the cart. Yes, um
2: they really care about him
1: the The giant, mechanical, Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise get upended. So they're dragging everything behind them at this point. (laughs) They're causing so
2: much damage to this park.
1: Jesse and James and Meowth are calling out what's going to happen to them because they're the bad guys and they've been through this before. So they're like, well, the cable's going to snap. And then it snaps. And then we're going to get launched in the air.
2: And then they get lost in the air.
1: We're gonna get we're gonna blast off again.
2: No, he says, and then we're gonna crash into something and they crash into that Zapdos. Oh they, yeah, they
1: crash into the Zappdos.
2: And that at that point, Brock is like, wait a minute, that this zapdos is made out
1: of metal and bolts. Yeah, I don't like that it took that long. Like he went through it and went, Hey, wait a minute.
0: Like, duh. Oh, oh, shit. Okay, okay. I, I got this next part. Were,
2: were, were you were you going to tell this next part, Doug?
1: Um, Yeah. I well, you. no, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Okay. So after they went through the Zapdos and they're hurling towards the ground, Zapdos uh, falls into all of the other mechanical Pokemon that were on the ground being dragged, and it explodes. And then we go straight from that, to what um, sounds like a tourist, uh, tourist guide, um, inside of a um boat that's in the shape of a Gyarados, going. And if you look over to your right, you will see. And then she just stops, and then goes, "Well, this park is closed, um, uh, for uh, due to temporary. What, w- what, what, what is? What does she actually say? She, she goes." Our, um, I, we apologize, everyone, but our giant Pokemon are temporarily unavailable at this time. And then she calls Giovanni, who uh, we end up finding out he's the one that is sponsoring this park. He's He purchased this park, and he gets the bad news that everything has been destroyed within this park. And he goes, I spent millions on creating this park. And that's the basically the end of the episode until we get um to Ash, Misty, and Brock um getting to their next stop at um did they did they did they call it Acapulco? Uh,
1: I I think so. I mean I don't have the volume going, but I think so. Let me see. No, uh uh, uh um no corner Vista Vista. Porta Vista yeah yeah so
2: they they walk over to this, this beach, basically, and it's Porta Vista, and they start running towards the beach, and that is the end of this week's episode. And we're actually gonna pick right back up after this episode, um, straight into our next episode, which is called Beauty and the Beach, which is our very, very first band episode that did not air until two years after this, uh this episode aired and they considered it a lost episode and they did a lot of editing to take out the adult themes that were in that episode.
1: And they should have stayed lost.
2: Yeah. It... <laughs> <laughs> well don't 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 give away your, your assumptions yet because we're we're gonna we're legit going to be the very first Pokemon podcast to review. This episode, I mean, you can find reviews on YouTube and different things like that. But when it comes to podcasting for Pokemon podcast, we are the first podcast to review this episode. Are you excited, Doug? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell everybody how you really feel.
1: Well, yeah.
2: (laughs) So, all right. But yeah, that's this week's episode, Island of the Giant Pokemon. Or translated from Japanese, Island of the Gigantic Pokemon. So, um, do you have anything else that you would like to say before we head off into the sunset and get ready for this next episode?
1: Uh, yeah, I think you can you can ring the new favorite bell. Um, oh,
2: okay. So this I, is one of your favorites.
1: I I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Um. Maybe it was because I didn't exactly remember the episode, and then, you That's know. That's
2: always good when you don't remember, and you just look back on it, and you're like, well, damn, this was a good episode.
1: I was like, oh, this is the one where they're independent, and we actually, like, get some dialogue that they have to, like, do subtitles for. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this, uh, my new favorite, so it it uh, it, up, it um, moves past... Um, Electric Shock Showdown Um, So that lasted That lasted a couple episodes Yeah Um,
2: But we all know that this next episode Beauty and the Beach is going to be your all-time favorite
1: No, this one This one one might be going the complete opposite
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I cannot wait to review that episode with you and also um I'm I'm gonna throw this out there. We have a special announcement um on our next episode that we're gonna be telling all of our fans um coming around the the winter holiday. We do? Yeah.
1: Oh that okay.
2: Oh, 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 you forgot already.
1: Well it's it's been a minute, you know.
2: <laughs> so We have an announcement, and we will talk about that on the top of the next episode, so make sure that you are listening and you download that episode. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Doug, do you have anything else to add before we end today?
1: Yes, the special announcement is we're transitioning to a Digimon podcast. Oh, no,
2: fuck no. Okay. No, I, 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 I can't do that. That <laughs> Digimon. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I respect Digimon, and I'll watch Digimon, but um, it, it's hard for me to depict that because I, my childhood, I tried watching Digimon so much, and I just, I couldn't get into it.
1: Yeah, I don't. Um, I have a vague memory of watching a movie.
2: Yeah, I I went to the movies to watch it too, and kind of wish I didn't, but it it is what it is.
1: Oh yeah, I mean at this point.
2: So all right, um, well then say your goodbye, Doug.
1: Goodbye, Doug.
2: And this is Wrestling Chris G signing out and telling everybody listen to next week's episode. Or don't. because shut
1: up, Doug. You gotta hype it up really don't want to talk about this episode so this is my this is my clefairy
2: yeah the, the, this is your clefairy episode i can tell already so and we're going to be done with this episode real quick because there's not much that happens in it but oh, um that's
1: the problem <laughs>
2: So everybody listen to next week's episode. Go ahead and hit that download button because it's the very first banned episode in the US that was banned for two years. Two years before they can get some good editing around. So I I know. So alright everybody, beauty and the beach is next week. Have a good night and sign